Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Game Review Room. Uh, the Game Review Room, for those of you who don't know, is a podcast in which we take a game, card game, board game, any sort of game, play it for the first time, analyse it, and say exactly what we think. And boy does he. <laughs> That's true. My name is Max Murray, I am solar powered. With me today I have... Michael Chamberlain, because the rules don't get learned otherwise. And, of course, with us, as always, is... Cesare Patterson, because there needs to be more than two people playing a game. <laughs> well, for this one, we do. Uh, this week, we are playing a game called Dig Mars. Now, I'm not going to lie. I know nothing about this game whatsoever. It looks pretty, though. It's by a man, and I'm going to apologise now, because, quite frankly, I haven't got a clue how to say your surname. Oliver C. Hevier. Hopefully, that wasn't too insulting to the, to the man. Um, Michael, do you want to uh, explain a little bit about the game, what we have here? So, Dig Mars was given to us by the people at Brain Games when we were over at Essen. It's about a distant future where humanity has travelled to space and we're now stripping the local solar system for minerals we need. And obviously Mars is the nearest planet, it's where we started. We're going to have three tiles in front of us that represent our own capabilities of doing that. As the game goes on, we're going to level those up so as we can extract rarer resources, explore more difficult terrain that's represented on the tiles by a number of arrows saying it's difficulty. We're in turn going to move our fleet around the planet, and when we land on the same tiles with each other, there's going to be opportunity to collaborate. It will make it easier to access the harder-to-reach areas and to lift the rarer resources, but it will also mean that we have to share those resources with whoever's helping us on it. It's a family game. It's meant to last about 30 minutes, ages 8 and up. Plays up to four players. Heavy sci-fi theme on it. Looks really rather promising. Yeah, I mean, as a sci-fi fan, I'm, I'm really impressed by the artwork, especially. Um, on all these tiles... Uh, on the main lot, there they all have different artwork from the looks of it, every single one, and a lot of them make sci-fi references to all sorts of movies. We've got a lightsaber here, which just about everybody listening must know what that's from. We've got what appears to be a stargate, a crystal skull from the recent Indiana Jones film, if I had to guess, and then... Oh, yeah. Or a cube. <laughs> uh, my personal favourite, for anyone who's seen the animated film The Iron Giant, <laughs> there is one quite clearly on one of these tiles. Definitely. Um, but the artwork's really nice, even though it, it, it's all got a red base, obviously, because it's on Mars, you know, so yeah. it, it's going to have a red crust. But um, there's quite a lot of variety in colours as well. So you've got red gems, sort of uh, gold minerals. Um, there's some space rubbish, like cans of food and stuff, so ni nice mixtures of reds and greens. But a tin of Campbell's soup on that. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it officially has the uh, the name on there, but the artwork is, is dead on. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a nice variety. The artwork's fantastic. Um, and they're, they're also really big. Yeah. They're a good, I'd say, two to two and a half inches square. Um, and, and they're really thick as well. You could you could easily tile a bathroom with them. They're, they're huge. Yeah, we've also got nice clear iconography on there as well. So whether it's showing how difficult it is to explore on the back with these red backs showing the surface of Mars, we've got the arrows there. How difficult it is to extract them. We've got on the top right corners of the cards a number of little chevron style arrows the victory points they're worth in the end and some of them have a special ability and yet none of it interferes with the art the art is definitely centre stage on it 
Yeah, yeah, but as you say, it's quite clear as well. So yeah. it, it's really well balanced. As taking Paco's place, as unfortunately the man's on holiday, um, it must be hell for him. Uh, the, the iconography and and the whole theme running through this, excellent. Yeah. Um, the only downside of the components artistically are the wooden pieces that come with it. Um, the the color scheme does match uh, a lot of the the colors used on on the tiles, mm-hmm. but it's it, they're just very very bland. Uh, I mean they're they're made they're, they're going to be robust. Robust. It, it's designed as a family game, um, but there's nothing exciting in those compared to the rest of the components. No, I think we were discussing earlier, and I said to Michael that they look a bit like space rations. They're just that <laughs> they'll survive a beating, but they just don't fit in with the rest of the game. It's 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 like they've been taken from some other game and put in this one as a spare as a spare component. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them construction wise, but it's just they don't really fit with everything else. Yeah, we all commented that they're they're very far from the smallest, lightest wooden pieces you could get away with putting in. The yeah. cubes are bigger than the average Euro game cubes. Yes. Yeah. The discs are bigger than you know the Agricola worker discs that we're used to seeing. That sort of size, they're a lot thicker. But the amount of flavour coming through in the artwork, it's hard not to want to see more of that in the pieces that are going to represent our fleet. The cubes that are going to represent our levels in the abilities to extract and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, okay, but would have been nice to see little extractor fleet. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't even have to be something um, detailed, just if it was in the space of a, a like a rounded-off shuttle or something like that, yeah. just just to fit the theme a bit more. Would have um, been nice. But uh, still, still on the art front, we've got the um, we've got the manual, which Michael will explain how the rules go in a minute. But artistically and layout-wise, from what I've seen, it's it, it's lovely. So the the front cover of the manual is very similar to the box. It's got a a big drill on it, sort of similar to the one that probably carved out the Channel Tunnel, for all I know. Uh, a bit more sci-fi than that. It's got uh, ships with cranes hauling up minerals, that sort of thing. It's it's once again well within theme. It explains it, you know, fully. Um, and the layout's lovely. Was yeah. it was it nice to read, Mike? Uh, yeah, it was. It was very pleasant to read. It's not a heavy game anyway, which always helps. But the way that it's laid out makes sense. It's teaching you what you need to know as you need to know it. And then it, it creeps in at the very end with telling you, oh, by the way, there's this little cooperative thing going on whereby if someone's on the same tile as you, you're going to have to share points with them, which I really like, just the fact that this doesn't have to be consensual. It, it, it can be they know you're going to try and lift that on the next turn because you're the one with the ability to do so. I'll move on to that tile on my turn and force you to share the spoils. It's uh, a nice feel. It's my sort of co-op. It's, it's forced co-op. Uh, last thing really component-wise we've got are these, are these point chits. They're, um, they're very small sort of hexagonal uh, tiles, basically. Um, they all have one point in with a sort of atom symbol going around it. Yep. Um, they do the job well. My, my only criticism, and it's only a small thing really because it's irrelevant, is, is that None of it's really centred on the chits, printing-wise. They're all a bit... The ones are all very left or right. It's not very uniform. It, it It's all clear. It's not going to make a difference, but it's just something I noticed. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, we have a box with a deep channel on it that will store the tiles, provided you angle them slightly. Everything goes in. 
nice quality production. I'm really quite keen to see how this plays. Are you excited, yeah. Chess? Yeah. Give it a go. So, we have mined Mars. It has been mined. It it, it is now Aulus. That was interesting. Michael, go on. You you were faintly praising that there. Yeah, yeah I'm, it's a light game, but it offers you some really interesting choices. You know, this is something that I could sit down and teach my kids. Granted, I would crush them absolutely if I played my heart out on this, but. It's an interesting introduction to an action point game where you've got your three actions, you've only got four choices for what to do with it. And yet there's some nice little strategies in there. I mean, we each tried something slightly different. I was going to try in and muscle in on other people's digs every opportunity and try and make sure that if they were going to claim some points, they were going to give me some of the spoils as well. Um, you guys want to go on to what you did? or I, I maxed out my stats, so I maxed out my... Uh... At all four uh, tokens down uh, on the tiles, I maxed up my lift and my dig. Um, it was good because if I did move around, I could take any tile I wanted, but the time it took me to level up, I lost the points uh, for, for going for that, that win condition. Whereas uh, I, I tried to max out one disc supremely early, so... I had a higher lift and dig than you guys earlier, but I didn't have as much influence over the the whole piles of tiles. Hmm. You know, you were able to move around much more. Um, you know what? I, I enjoyed it when we were playing it quite a lot, actually. Bit of strategy, you know, leveling up. I, I always love things that upgrade. Why? why who doesn't love things that upgrade? Yeah. Um, my, my problem with it actually came at the end when I realised that... And for a family game, this is probably brilliant, by the way. I just want to clarify. Um, that it didn't seem to matter what any of us did, there was only a couple of points in it. I think we could have played that almost blind and come out all very close, which for a family game with kids and stuff, that's really probably really good. But I just didn't see a really... <laughs> I like looking for ways to try and break the system, to try and just pull away, to do something awesome. And, and that just wasn't really available. So I definitely had fun, but as a hardcore gamer looking for a bit more... It, it wasn't there, but that's what we expected. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. For something where you get to level up and you've got your resources, you're moving it around, it, it makes me almost want to believe that if I really tried, I can find an engine in here somewhere. And it's just not. Yeah. It's, you're not going to exactly. build an engine in this game. No, the game's not designed like that. I mean, the maximum you can get are five points for one tile. And yeah. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure none of the five point tiles have any bonuses either. Uh, where some of the lower point tiles do, you know, either a, a free lift, a free dig, an extra victory point. You could be right there, actually. I didn't notice that when we were so playing. So I, I think, you know, whereas you'll fight over the, the higher point ones, the lower point ones will have the little bonus, which you don't fight over as much and yeah. uh, to keep it balanced. Uh, I think the bonuses are not all equally valid either. I mean, the gaining one bonus victory point is quite nice. The being able to move your ship anywhere is quite nice. The being able to look at another tile that's face down 
is just much better. Yeah. Especially when you look at a tile and you go, oh, that's got a free lift action in it. Move, dig, oh, I'll take it for free. That, that bit of information is really so powerful in yeah. a game where so little advantage is given. Yeah, I think the free lift in particular, being able to do that early on in the game, because mm-hmm. your lift could still be on one, and you could lift a four or but, a three. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's assuming you have the power to turn You still have yeah. to be on level. To Someone else could have leveled theirs up, flip it, and then you... That's what you did, Max, wasn't it? You were tearing away with that. Like you lifted a five while me and Cesare were still lifting two points. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, I did about four, four uh, power sort of in a row, which were all worth four or five points. Mm. And yeah, it didn't do me any good because at the end of the day, there was only about three points between us at the end. Mm. Um, what this game really made me realise is I'd love a board or card game based on time team. Uh, that's the most I took out of this I want a board game about archaeology listeners if there's an episode on I believe it's called Pergamon uh, you know where the idea came from there we go so um, yeah overall it looks like we all did have some fun playing it and and for a family for a family game yeah I think it's I think it's about right but uh, definitely for hardcore You'll probably get some enjoyment out of it, but it's just not going to be the same as, as say, if you enjoyed a Euro, it's not going to be the same thing, obviously. But I think it fits fairly uniquely into that category in my experience as well. I can't think of another family-friendly sci-fi board game. So kudos to it for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, that I thought the gameplay was sort of fairly unique as well. It didn't copy and paste sort of too many other games of this type that I've seen before so it, mm. it does stand out a little to its credit it's definitely trying something a bit new um, a bit different it's a nice short game as well quick to set up, quick to play yeah that's you true, you can play a few rounds pretty quickly so um, it, it's a nice light game it's yeah. definitely easy to pull out and just slam to the table yeah, and for parents whose kids are going to want to go, let's play it again and again and again <laughs> Half an hour is a good play time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one with kids, Mike, so we'll take your word for yeah. that. <laughs> True indeed. So, yeah, it looks like three out of three gamers recommend this game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Thank you for listening. Your hosts for this podcast have been Paco, Michael and Max. This podcast has been produced by Michael Chamberlain with help from Paco Garcia. The music has been composed by Kevin We would love to hear from you. Feedback and your questions are always welcome and you can email us at podcast.gmsmagazine.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, we are at GMS Magazine, and we are on Facebook and Google Plus and we'll be more than happy to talk to you. Remember to subscribe to the GMS Magazine podcast channel in iTunes and please do give us a review and a rating, it is truly appreciated. For more quality shows, listen to our other rooms, the RPG room, the board game room and the interview rooms. But, until next time, let the games continue. My name is Max Murray, I am solar powered.